What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. This week we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff like the new Milan movie and Disney Plus. And then Mortal Kombat has their new movie news, and I think they're done filming, and there's a lot of things we talked about. it. Also, with Mortal Kombat news, um, MK11 drops the Joker trailer, and uh, we'll probably talk about a little bit of that next week as well. Uh, Stargirl. This is weird. Stargirl DC show, but then there's also this like Disney movie called Stargirl. So we go through that. We watch the trailers. Uh, a little more Crisis on Infinite Earth the crossover talk, as well as a Green Lantern series coming to HBO. Um, Watchmen. We talked about Watchmen a little bit, and, and then Josh showed us uh, George Lucas uh, his picture with Baby Yoda, and then his picture with like uh, Disney when he when he sold. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and then uh, we ended with a little bit of Falcon and Winter Soldier filming and U.S. Agent being a part of that. So I hope you guys really enjoy what's going on this episode on Yellow Spandex. Go ahead. Check it out right now. Uh, like Shenzhen, they'll do it. Like next month, they might be a stuffed animal company. Meh. It's just whatever is profitable at the time. So like, it's kind of like what's the, the company that uh, did all the Ninja Turtles toys or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like we've, we've had like <laughs> microphones sent to us from companies. And then a month later, they're like, we're doing dildos now. Oh gosh. You know, is it like is it like you want one of those? And they're like, nah, I'm fine. But like <laughs> you want some stuff. They, some they, swag. They just they just like uh they just switch to whatever's probably that's what Nintendo is. Yeah. It went from a paper company to video games. Yeah, they, they were, were just, doing like cards. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's so sorry guys. We were talking about uh we jumped in here, we were talking about NAM stuff. We went to NAM, which is like all the mu- all the cool new music stuff every year, and that's giant. <laughs> Except it stayed the same for three years. Exactly. It didn't really change. We've been there every <laughs> year. But uh I was specifically looking for new podcasting stuff, uh just you know, to see if there's anything cool out there. I was hoping to get some mic stands or some <laughs> new microphones or something. Cause yeah. uh it takes a little bit to get this thing done every week. Hope you guys appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know we were rolling, y'all. I just figured we'd start. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was funny before the podcast was starting i guess while we have the subjects kind of coming up here um long story short like i was I'm, uh, some people know I, I write some music scripts for like other youtube channels and so there's a big one coming out with a really big channel mm-hmm. about the music of mulan Ooh. um so when i was i spent like the last few months like re-watching it listening to this one particular song hundreds of times and then i was like i want to watch mulan because i finally finished the script um and i was telling these guys off mic like uh, I I started watching it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to like spend the next hour and a half with this, even though I want to watch it. I bookmarked it. I was like, I'll look up the making of. And it was hosted by like 1998 Ming-Na Wen, <laughs> who is exactly the same as 2020. She doesn't age. She's like Ming-Na a vampire. <laughs> Except for her outfit and the soft lighting. <laughs> like, you know, that like soap Sheen, opera yeah. look. Um, it and they're like really slow paced talking. I noticed that with every interview, it's like whoever's directing is like speak very slowly and enunciate almost like you're talking to it. it, it it's interesting. There's this whole vibe of like 90s interview videos. Anyway, well, we're they, used to like the YouTube thing. We're like as much and fast as you can. We don't want people to lose any kind of interest. Just keep it, going. It's almost the opposite of that. This <clears throat> yeah. is almost ASMR. She's like, hi, my name is Ming Na Wen. <laughs> It's almost like an NPR bored. thing. Well, it wasn't boring. <laughs> it was just like this tone, you know. She's like, and the gentle culture of the. Day. It was like, I, it was interesting. I mean, it was reminded me of like stuff I saw in that time period. But anyway, I watched that, and then was reminded that Chris Angular's career got like started Launched from that. Yeah. From that, like, I mean, I guess technically she was a Mickey Mouse Club before, but that was a song that really like blew her up. And then like looking at that music video and being like. If you haven't watched a reflection music video in a while, it's not officially on YouTube, but there's a lot of re-uploads of it. Mm-hmm. 
It is. Ju- it's just like they got this. I don't know how old she was at the time. Fifteen, sixteen, or something like that. At least. And like, they, it's like they just took her to Epcot and like, let's just go to all the Asian villages. <laughs> and here, white girl. And yeah, just, <laughs> and then just have you like sing in front of them. I mean, it, it, and then intercut like the. It wasn't bad. It was just like, wow, like how far we've all come. Christina and except for being not when she's well she's has come far but she's somehow yeah I'm a vampire she stayed the same yeah but anyway all that to say like I'm excited for the new Mulan movie she's got to be 55 at least probably I don't know how like or still 30 somehow I'm not sure like because <laughs> even like when in the first season of like Agents of Shield mm-hmm. uh, she's like doing some stuff with the well, I can't remember the bad guy that was like supposed used to be a good guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name anymore. He's only Ward. Been, Ward. There you go. Like his name is Brett Dalton for real, but yeah. um I was like, I don't know. I'm pretty positive she's a lot older than him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> you can't tell it all. Nah. <laughs> it's movie Wait, ma- or TV man. I'm trying to do some math here. 2020. <laughs> uh She's 57. All right. Or 56, okay. 57, depending on when her, I don't know when her birthday is. Oh, no. So she'll be 57 this year. She'll be 57. And Brett Dalton is literally a year younger than I am. So wow. 37. Jeez. 57 to 37. 27 years. Or 20 years. Yeah, that's a good I mean, hey, I mean, whatever. Good, but for, good for her. Exactly. Um, <laughs> good for will, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, both of them. But <laughs> but the the it was funny because in the Mulan, uh, not interview, she was hosting like the behind the scenes. Mm. She's like, and it means so much because my children are like now uh, like uh, old enough to like watch TV. I'm like, how old were you when this is, this thing was filmed? Yeah. Now our kids have to be like the age she was. I was that, really, came, you know, I was really hoping that she would be the mom in the Ming in the Mulan movie. There has to be some callback to her in there. You th- like you I think I don't know how that's going to play out because they've already like I, I guess they've said it's not going to be musical. Yeah. Um. But when you watch the trailers, there's that big like orchestral version of ref- reflection. Yeah. So even if that's just it, then it's like okay, there's so not going to be any music in it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing they're not going to do like a girl worth fighting for, Be you know, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that might have been what I wrote about. Um, it, it's yeah. Well, you, that song is funny. I won't spoil too much about it. When you see, you guys will mention it on here whenever the video does come out. It's, it's a really big channel. Um, I initially went into it like, OK, everybody loves that song. And I was like, this is not how I remember it. And then and then I was like, is this not a 2020 song? And then I got more into it. It's like, nah, it's still really lovable because like he's uh, uh, Shang is like, he means well. He mm-hmm. just got kind of outdated thoughts, which is really progressive for 1998. And also bridges between like Eastern and Western, like, you mm-hmm. know, like ideals or whatever and stuff. But uh, I think that song was still like work. But I guess the more the aesthetic of the film, like just how we see like the battles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't see them just breaking in the middle of the battle to be like, be a man. <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> and, but uh, I, I, it would be a shame if they didn't have callbacks to like all the like the, the which are like the tent poles the from original the original characters because like, like Eddie Murphy's gonna be in it. Yeah, <laughs> Mushu is not in the movie. What? I, I would not be mad though if like I'm mad now. Like uh, Mufasa Mushu from the clouds comes down and it's just Eddie Murphy. He's like, listen, Mulan, you get off your ass. Man, I told you I'd be in this movie. <laughs> just and that's it or something. I don't know. But we'll see. Kinda, wasn't I'm trying to think of where else they did that? The because it's a live action. 
Is there other instances of live action Disney movies that where they had to like omit characters because of certain reasons? I can't think of any right now. I don't know. I don't know the original story. Because even so. Apu was in still in the live action Aladdin. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe maybe this is like we're going to be as serious as possible. I don't know. Well, so I, I'm I might be wrong because I haven't read a whole lot about it. Mm. But the what it looked like from the trailers was they went with the original like Mulan legend, mm-hmm. which is kind of like you know China's version of like a Cinderella or Snow White. Or yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. not Snow White, like Cinderella, like just like like old story, you know, that's like very well known. Yeah. Old old lore. So like it may pay pay more respects to that than the original. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Cuz like Mushu is definitely like one of the we need something to sell to kids kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Also, well, also comedy funny. relief yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, toy. Also, lines. how do we how do we get uh, Eddie Murphy in this? Exactly. You got the I cricket forgot, and you got Mushu. I forgot that Harvey uh Fierstein was in this. Remember him? Is he the main? No, he's he's like thing? He's, he's like the the little uh, the guy with the black eye, whole time. He's oh like really yeah, feisty. yeah, like he's he, funny. He's somehow still like a sassy Jewish person in like a little Chinese man's body, <laughs> like. But it, it, I think it works. I don't know. It was he, interesting. No, he was definitely one of my favorite characters from that movie. But anyways, that was uh, a little move on. on. But I, I, he was on in Birdcage, right? This, yeah, this might be. The first, besides Jungle Book, of the live action remakes that's actually good, mm. and mostly because I don't think it's actually going to be a remake. Yeah, <laughs> if what you're saying is true, it's more like the original Legend. I mean, I'd be more interested in seeing something like that rather than a remake. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't. I feel like Disney's like, yay, let's just keep shoveling money. <laughs> it's it's uh, a, it's like a I don't know uh, like a, what's it, there's a pros and cons. You know, like. The cons are they're kind of like ruining our memories of it. Yeah. But the pros are like they're it's kind of like appealing to kids now. And I know like a lot of kids still would watch the original cartoons. And no, their just parents are all into it. I know there's so many like moms that are like my age yeah. on my Facebook. They're like, Disney, 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 Disney. We're going to Disneyland yeah. again. And like, oh, jeez, dude, I, settle down. <laughs> I know like the psychology of like um, not... I don't want to even say most children. Just like I, I guess the thinking out there is that like if it's not flashy and shiny, like kids won't pay attention to it. You know. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, well, if we have Aladdin with Will Smith, mm. the kids will like it. You know. See, I feel like kids see through crap. Like we mm-hmm. think that we need like 4K and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. And my kids watch VHS and they yeah. watch. They enjoy the original Ninja Turtles movie, which you know yeah. my wife was sitting there. We were watching it the other day. She's just sitting there making fun of it. And I'm like, shut up! You watch Murder She Wrote. Yeah, I, yeah. Let me enjoy something. <laughs> Plus, yeah. that's the thing. Everybody's got their thing, you know? Oh, yeah. crap. So, like, my ki- my kids just, they don't care. They mm. don't care about quality. They don't care uh, if it's, like, a uh, regular cartoon, whether it's a CG cartoon. They don't care about that as long as the story is good. Yeah. I guess it's the idea of, like, they have to be able to have a reason to, like, rehype something. Yeah. And just doing a re-release probably wouldn't have the same, like, impact. For the, I don't know. I'm not trying to defend it because I don't like most of the live-action mm-hmm. remakes. Well, but. I feel like it's kind of like we can't do the Disney... Uh, vault anymore so mm-hmm. why don't we just recreate them it's kind of yeah well <laughs> also like the i noticed on disney plus they are kind of doing the out of the vault they start doing it yeah thing, but there's still a lot of stuff that's in the vault i see things TV popping shows. and going off like was it the home alone you said yeah. last time well, home alone wasn't a vault i think that's a neck netflix deal or something is it that okay they, they must have gotten some temporary well thing. i know things have gone already and it's only been what a few months and i'm like oh yeah. come on man i'm like and i actually canceled disney plus because i was oh like, really <laughs> yeah i've we watched a bunch of stuff ari's gonna finish up watching gargoyles and then that's it oh. so. so i i actually uh randomly got on there the other day and 
Uh, I was waiting for something to finish up. And I stuck with this long, way too long. But I, I watched Big Hero Six for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was quite entertaining. That's weird that you didn't see that. No, that was what three years ago. Easy. Fourteen. Yeah, four, almost five. Yeah. Have you guys? Oh wait, almost six. It? Have you seen it? No. No, we I saw showed, it when it came out. I showed Vince a little. Did you bit stay of afterwards? Yes. Did you watch after credits? Watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dad, with Stanley, and then, um, and then, have you watched the TV show? I haven't seen the TV show. So I started watching the TV show because mm-hmm. it was recommended right next. Yeah. They literally the first episode. It's all like hand, not hand. It was like two D animated. Yeah. The three D. They recreated the last moments, like the last twenty minutes of the movie for the first episode. That's cool. And then the second episode continues from there of like kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stuff. So I've only gotten those two episodes, and I'm like, oh, I can see this working pretty well. And a lot of the same voice cast came back. Yeah, like Tangled was the same way. Oh, yeah. Tangled has like a two D animated. The girls love that. Actually, I think they just mm-hmm. finished that. Um, they have three seasons of it, and it has a, as Mandy Moore, and it has uh, nice. Zachary Levi in it. So. I know, um, I forgot who was, I was watching some commentary YouTube channel, and they pointed out how good the Aladdin TV series was. Yes. And they said also how, like, not on purpose, like, accidentally um, progressive it was, hmm. because every Disney movie has, like, the prince and princess have their happy ending. Yeah. This actually showed Aladdin and Jasmine's relationship. Yeah, it gave more time to kind of figure it out. Well, yeah, they, they had their ups and their downs mm-hmm. and stuff, and... <laughs> um, I don't remember a whole lot of it, so I can't speak for. Yeah, I don't remember anything of but it, but I, I remember watching it definitely. I remember the, like an, a couple episodes where they were fighting, so you got to see after the happily ever after. Yep, they fought, and then one where like Jasmine got turned into a snake, and then Aladdin still stuck with her, and <laughs> it, it it was wild. I don't remember that, so <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, so a little uh-huh. Disney corner, so, like, unexpectedly <laughs> like dove into that this week. Yeah, seriously. So well, wait, what what do we got on? Oh man, we got a lot of stuff again. I don't. I feel like things just aren't stopping. You know, like it's like the end of January. So. Yeah, it's only January. You figured like January would be like a slow time or whatever. That's uh-huh. why I was like, hey, we could talk about Star Wars. But screw talking about Star Wars again yeah. because we got lots of stuff to talk about. Um, oh yeah, see. a couple Mortal Kombat things. Oh yeah, didn't you? Uh, the, the movie stuff. Didn't, didn't they say they were also doing an animated movie? Yeah. So there's an animated short that nobody knows anything about besides that Joel McHale is going to be. Johnny Cage, which is perfect. <laughs> is, is that what it's called? Is this, is... Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. That's a long name. Which implies that if this does well, there will be more Mortal Kombat Legends, hmm, colon, right. something else. Uh, we don't know anything about the animation style. <laughs> Just that it's going to come out in the first half of 2020. Joel McHale and Jennifer Carpenter will headline the new movie as the voices behind oh. Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade. Jennifer Carpenter. I read, I read that name wrong, so I thought it was the voice of Kronika was going to be Sonya, but it's not... So wait, Jennifer, why do I know Jennifer Carpenter? Uh, she was on Dexter. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, supporting cast with uh, Jordan Rodriguez as Liu Kang, Patrick Seitz as Scorpion, Hanzo, and Steve Loom as Sub Zero, Art Butler as Shang Tsung, Darren DePaul as Quan Chi, Robin Atkins Downs as Kano, David Mitchell as Raiden, uh, Amadi as Jax. I don't know. There's a lot of people. I don't know. I know. Most of these I know Kevin Michael Richardson. As it's interesting that he's Goro. He's. I think he was the voice of Goro in Ready Player One too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, crazy! I might be wrong about that. Somebody correct me. Um, but Kevin Michael Richardson is also like a voiceover artist for like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. know. I'm excited about it to see what it is. It literally can't be any worse than the animated VHS tape that they released <laughs> in the first movie. <laughs> it is funny that they're going with the same. Uh, like a uh, marketing mm-hmm. method. Movie's yeah. coming out. Let's put an animated short out. 
So who, oh, does Warner Brothers own this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I feel sorry for you. I'm right? sorry. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that I thought that Warner and DC did good on the animated films. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the movie. Movie. Oh yeah. Oh, so <laughs> actually, a little bit of like minor insider here. We won't say, say who, so we don't get any trouble. But uh, we have uh, a couple friends that are tied to people that are in the movie, mm-hmm. and their agents spoke very highly of the script. Okay. Um, they said like they were also concerned about it, and then when they read the script, now that's not to say that they shot it like that. Yeah. But they said the script was v- like very impressive and not what they expected from like a Mortal Kombat like reboot thing. So, and they finished filming early, so it went well. Yeah. So fingers crossed that all that's true. Well, it's yeah. so crazy because we haven't heard hardly anything about this in in the world of today. Mm-hmm. You want. Like all this extra information, so people can mm-hmm. the buzz can be building and talking about it. I've heard Jack squad about this movie. I guess except it, from you, but yeah, within the Mortal Kombat communities, like yeah. if you're in the groups, you see the posts because each of the actors have actually been posting a lot from set. Yeah, um, but I think they timed it out too because they were already halfway done with the movie before they started announcing the cast. Like we were like, oh, they started shooting. Like, oh wait, they've been shooting. That's what I'm like, saying. <laughs> I was like, they should have like had this long press thing. They were like, hey, guess we casted who? Like almost mm-hmm. like a DLC. Like, guess what? Yeah. We've got whoever is Sonya. Like, you know. I'll bet because it's a lot of like fairly unknowns. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but I'll bet that there is like somebody there who's thinking like, if we release stuff too early, people are just gonna pan it because of how bad Annihilation was. Yeah. Um, but if you got people like I know we but when we were talking about before like who we'd think would be the best that was probably mm-hmm. that was last year at some point in time who we, th- we thought would be the best and even um, there was a bunch of pictures that we saw from I can't remember the name of the company that does all the silly pictures but um, they had you know who who was Johnny Cage I know that Jax was oh one of the American uh, Gladiators no 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 it was uh, gosh I can't remember his name I don't remember any of that stuff Oy. actually I don't most of the cast, I don't remember from the first one, except for Delicious Soto was Kitana. I don't even know if she did anything after that. Um, oh, who plays, uh, Star Lord Chris Pratt. Oh, oh, Must, you mean like who the like the, yeah who we th- the, who we oh, thought gotcha. would be funny like you know be yeah, yeah, yeah. Star or they they had a picture of uh, uh, him Johnny as Cage Johnny Cage as or I mean Chris Pratt as Johnny Cage uh, Chris Pratt. <clears throat> so they had all these pictures. Um, yeah. I could totally see it. All these people, like if they would have had people like that, I feel like there would have been so much hype behind that. Yeah, just having Chris Pratt alone, I feel. I don't. It doesn't sound like they have any like big stars in it on purpose. Yeah. Um. I think they're going. I don't know. I don't know. I say I think. I don't know. But I think they're going for, like, the success of the first movie mm-hmm. was all unknowns. Yeah. Like, except for Christopher Lambert, and even him was kind of like the Highlander, and he was barely in it. I feel like he was just here and there. Like, mm-hmm. guess well, what, yeah, guys? he was. Yeah, he was like the guy. I'm your mentor. Him. <laughs> yeah but uh i don't know that, so anyway the short or whatever the animated film or whatever mm-hmm. that thing's gonna be um the fact that it's called nobody knows anything about it yet but the fact that it's called scorpion's revenge is kind of exciting because it we haven't heard anything from the classic world of combat story in mm-hmm. like years um so hearing like that implies it's going to be like the scorpion sub-zero rivalry yeah and that's not, we, I don't think we've heard about that since maybe Mortal Kombat 3 or 4 or something like that. So that'll be, be kind of cool to like re-explore. I remember yeah. that this boss there was a logic. little bit about Terry Cruz's Scorpion's story in the Sub-Zero Mythologies game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the first Mortal Kombat game that I played. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what a rough entry. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that game. <laughs> it was so hard. It's very difficult. But I beat that mofo. 
I I don't think I I don't even think I got past the first level because that thing where the thing spins around you have to land on it perfectly mm-hmm. like it, there was like twenty of them and it was extremely hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I just didn't like Mortal Kombat when I was little very much. Also, yeah. I wasn't allowed to play it. I loved it so I was, much. I just I was I was so into car racing games. Yeah, but you know, and you have Jimmy, my cousin Jimmy, my cousin Greg, and me were all real close. Jimmy was the fighter. Greg played like strategy games and I played racing games Mm -hmm. and that's how we grew up. I mean like I didn't like like those games required really really good hand to eye but also knowing like of the combos all the combos and all that stuff and I just I didn't really care about that. I would go over to the button mashers and be like I don't care I'm having a good time. See I thought that I was good at that then. Mm-hmm. Now I stepped in MK11 competitive and yeah. I'm like, I don't know anything. Oh, like, Cause these people are, are like counting monsters. frames and stuff. Mm. Um, I was only ever good at turtles tournament fighters mm. where I actually learned all that stuff. And that was partly because I tried to enter the uh, blockbuster video game world championship. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was fourth in my town, by the way. Nice. <sighs> but I don't know. Um, Lawrence, what's his face? I can't, the, the guy who like made the mortal Kombat movies, Mm-hmm. He, I guess he was quoted as saying he stopped by the Midway offices when MK1 was still in development. Mm-hmm. And he looked at it and he's like, this is awesome. This is like Enter the Dragon meets Star Wars. And I'm like, yeah. Love it, yeah. Like, it's basically all your action figures thrown into a pile together. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think it was always the mystery and the stories behind it. Because in between, like when you, in between games, you'd see like the stories between all the characters. And if you put them all together, you got the entire lore. Yeah. It's um, like He-Man versus Shredder. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Action figures, like, holy crap, what's going on? Yeah. So it was just like, man, you were trying to find all this stuff, and then like, then there would be rumors, and there was no internet, so these rumors would spread, and somehow like Ed Boon and John Tobias would find out about them, and then they made the rumors true. Like, <laughs> yeah. all is crazy, you know? Um, and then fast forward, I saw another item Josh had on the list was the Joker DLCs dropping this yeah. week. Um, I wasn't excited before, but I saw the trailer. Now I'm excited. It's so weird though, because I feel like it isn't this the same engine as the other the Justice League, like Injustice or whatever. Yeah, Injustice. It feels like they're the same game almost. So I think he mentions Injustice mm-hmm. in some of his intros or whatever. This is a big deal because last time Joker was in a game of Mortal Kombat, they mm-hmm. weren't allowed to do fatalities on him. So ah. in this one, the Joker's like the Joker's just messed up. Yeah. Like it's not if you're all easily offended, like he's not a good character to play. Yeah, because the trailer. Have you seen the trailer yet? I have not. So the, in the trailer. There's a point where he wheels someone out in a wheelchair who's like bagged over the head and stuff, and then th- rips him out of the wheelchair and throws it. The person's one of the special moves. He's just like supposed to be a sick yeah. person. Okay. And then another one where he can't get like the detonator to work on a bomb. Mm-hmm. And so like he pushes someone that's like with a bag over their head with a bomb strapped to him to the person like you're fighting to blow up. Mm-hmm. The fatality though is funny because he does a friendship. <laughs> And then the sign, he makes it like a makeshift sign that appears yeah. above him. He gives him a birthday cake. And then he like shoots him up. And mm-hmm. then the letters of friendship fall off the sign. says fatality and cuts you in half. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny. I do. I think he looks like he's a lot of fun. But the thing that was a surprise like thing that I really love is the skin. So there's skins that come with every DLC character. Yeah. Not attached to him really, but like somewhat related. So since it's the Joker, they have a DC pack coming so katana is gonna be catwoman which is like literally my two like enter puberty like <laughs> entities and like one thing is like it would be an overload for like teenage rod right um so katana's catwoman awesome uh baraka is killer croc mm-hmm. uh noob cybot is the batman who laughs which is no oh, that's creepy perfect yeah. and also 
he was rumored to the Batman the last was rumored to be a future DLC. Yeah. Everybody's like, ah, that's that's too far off. They that's made him a, a skin, there. but it's awesome. That's cool. And then Garrus is Dark Side. Very cool. That's be cool. Yeah. So I don't know. This this is the second to last DLC, and then the next one will be Spawn. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Spawn. Well, Spawn hasn't come out yet. No, no he's we talked about that like four podcasts ago. Yeah. Well, they announced all the DLC, yeah. but they oh, spread okay. it across like six months. It's weird. They would announce them all. Why didn't they just like announce one at a time? Like they I did, guess what? They did that for the first couple. Yeah. And then then they announced the rest of the thing. To, oh, okay. Like it was smart. I mean, they got me. So <laughs> and I'm not even a big fan. Like I don't know. I don't know too much about marketing, but whatever. I, I think Ed Boon has been uh, on Twitter saying like it wasn't his first choice to do it that way. Yeah. So heavily implying like Warner Brothers was like, let's stretch this out. <laughs> but I'll give it to him. It does make the game feel new every two months. Yeah. Because yeah. a guy like me who's like, that's literally the only game I play pretty much. Well, except now I'm starting to play Assassin's Creed. But at that time I was only playing Mortal Kombat. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I've unlocked everything I want to unlock. It's, oh, this Sindel's now. It's here. funny. Like, okay, going back to the movie and that Warner Brothers is doing it. They're the kind of people normally they're like, we need to attach one of our famous actors that normally does this stuff to this movie. And that doesn't seem that they've done any of that for this movie, which could be cool. Yeah. Because it could be create like some, you know, great paradox of like all these new people being yeah. amazing. Or it could just be like, eh, they just kick it to the curb. Like, yeah, eh, this, this a try. feels like an indie effort. Yeah. Like it's James, an indie movie. James Wan is producing it, mm-hmm. but he's not directing it. But okay. the director has only ever done commercials before. Oh, People no. are kind of worried about it. But the uh, writer, the screenplay writer, has been like active on Twitter and stuff from set and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of said that, like, don't be upset if your favorite characters aren't in this. I didn't want to overstuff the script yeah. with too many characters to make it bad. Makes and smart. Once again, like, our friend who's the agent that worked with some of the actors on there was like, it's a really good script. I was like, okay. We'll be trying to, it'd be, it'd be like trying to do Endgame, the very first movie, you know? That's true, yeah. Like you stuff all those characters, you have no attachment to any of them. You watch mm-hmm. all 22 movies, and you have attachment to all of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. <clears throat> something so, else completely. Um, Remember how we joked about the Stargirl um, show? Oh. So I finally figured this out. Okay, so I, but back up. So I last time Vince heard about this, yeah. I told him, I was like, so I watched a Stargirl trailer that was completely different, and it starred Grace Vanderwall. And I was like, this doesn't look like the same show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, also, why is Grace Vanderwall in this? And I, then I watched the trailer and I was like, also, this is on Disney Plus. And her name is Stargirl, like her real name. And it didn't <laughs> have any signs of being a superhero show once I finally watched the uh, trailer. Do yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. No. So <laughs> it, it's, you know, Grace Vanderwall is the girl that won America's Got Talent. She played ukulele and sang okay. and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. And it's still kind of like this mystery thing because it's this girl that kind of comes out of nowhere and nobody knows where she's from and she's quirky and she plays ukulele and sings and stuff. And I was Not like... the same Star, star Girl. So then I found out <laughs> in the same time period, two separate Star Girl series or movies are coming out yeah. on two separate networks. I don't know. I just know like I'd watched uh, The Crisis on Infinite Earths and uh-huh. then towards the end they'd flashed a bunch of things of like other TV shows including the Titans stuff uh-huh. and um, this was one of them. We'll get back into the Crisis things in a minute and definitely have stuff to talk about that. <laughs> but um, the, you know we'd watched this Star Stargirl uh, they had like a really short like teaser trailer and then yeah. they pulled it off the internet immediately. Gotcha. And uh, we'd watched it together I think four, oh, yeah, yeah, four yeah, podcasts one. ago. Yeah. Uh, I believe they actually released a new trailer a couple weeks after that one, but mm-hmm. I guess there's a new one now. So let's oh, uh, God. watch that one real quick. 
watch this and then let's watch Grace Vanderwalls too so you can see what I saw and I was like so confused. Okay, here we go. Okay. So we watched <laughs> both trailers. And uh on paper, but very similar. Like new girl shows up at school, nobody really knows her background. Maybe have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean I know it's not the same story. I guess the Grace Vanderwall one is based on a, a novel, like a young adult novel. Okay. From I don't know how long ago. <laughs> um but this is wild in the same time period. Yeah. Both are releasing. They know. both have that. Well, I guess the one's a movie though. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's a streaming movie. Yeah. So it's like, like a, a, Disney, to, it's a Disney original. We call that straight to video in the old days. <laughs> but um I don't know. I feel like people are watching more movies on at home than going out to anyway, but mm-hmm. not if they have a list. <laughs> it might be true. Uh, what'd you guys think of the other star girl? I mean, we only the, saw the beginning. The we only one. saw. Yeah. Um, I like that. It's kind of owning its cheesiness. Yes. I like the cast. Yeah. Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson is great because like he's supposed to be. She her mom gets married to this dude and she doesn't know much about him and he's cheesy and annoying. And so this is actually she, her comic is very new. I think she's in 2003 okay. I think was when she was made. And so um, it's funny. That's new to us. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's like 17 years ago. <laughs> well, if you think about well, like stuff that we'd watch, like yeah, yeah, Spider-Man yeah. was made in like the 60s. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. um, Yeah. And her dad's like supposed to be dumb and new and she doesn't like him, but she finds the staff and and the belt the belt was supposed to be something important too i'm not sure if they're gonna make that important as well it was kind of cool that he is the he was the sidekick and that's why he has has the staff yeah and then that actor that it was the star guy whatever yeah i i recognize him too from like everything freaking he almost looks like wb a a more uh sexy joel McHale. oh does it that's funny (laughs) Uh, i don't know like Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but like I'm starting to have a lot more empathy for like shows that are catering towards like kids shows that are catering towards kids. Yeah. Now that's not super young, but like a teen thing. It's kind of like, what if you discovered your parent was a superhero? You know, like mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool. It's know, cool. Like you find something. It like, does seem good. Like what I, before I was a little upset. Like yeah, it looks dumb. But like I, mean, I like still, I didn't know that Luke Wilson was in it. To be honest. Yeah. Well, it still looks dumb. But like I yeah. I think. This looks more tolerable to me than the other CW stuff that I don't want to watch. I agree with that. And it looks more fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know that eventually they're going to like CW's like, eh, we're running out of uh, ideas here. Let's give her a love interest. <laughs> exactly. A horrible one. I'm a fan of of like weapons that resonate with certain people. Mm-hmm. Like in that trailer. Yeah, the staff. Like, the staff should only resonate with star, star person. Man. Star yeah. man. And then, mm-hmm. you know, obviously in the movie you'll learn why it resonates with her too or whatever. I wonder how much they're going to actually put into it, like money-wise, because he's like an Iron Man character. Mm-hmm. Star he's Man? Stripe. No, the dad. Oh, okay, The stepdad gotcha. is Stripe. So, like... Um, the sidekick. So, it's supposed to be like Star and Stripes. You know, that kind of deal. But, uh, yeah. But... Uh, and it looks very... Like, his Iron Man kind of armor looks like a mix between Iron Man and the Iron Giant. It looked okay. like a mech suit. Yeah, it does kind of look more mech. Like, you see him push the button, the doors open mm-hmm. to get in. I, I don't know. So far, like... The, the weapon that only resonates with certain people and the mech suit have won me over because I'm a huge anime fan and both of those things are very prominent in anime. That's true. Um, especially in video games too. Like right now I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles and you literally resonate with these core crystals that turn into weapons. Mm. So it's very similar to like the resonance. I mean, like I'm, 
for all the CW stuff, like they're even making more stuff. We talked about Lois and Clark last week and mm-hmm. of all the stuff on this, even the flash, I'm more interested in this show now, just from that silly trailer than I am of the flash, even and the rest of the shows I'd watched, uh, the crisis on infinite earth's last two shows. Mm-hmm. I just not impressed at all. Uh, that was the nicest review I've heard so far from friends. I haven't yeah. watched any of them. Yeah. But most of them are like, why did they even create this? <laughs> I understand. And, I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that they tried because it's, you know they took a big giant comic book that's probably one of DC's more well-known comic book crossovers mm-hmm. and tried to do it, which is just kind of funny. And then on top of it, we talk about they included the Flash from the Justice League in like a small short spot. Oh, the Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra yes, Miller's. Like, we Justice finished. League. We finished recording mm-hmm. last week, and then Josh texted us. He was like, "Oh, he just showed up in Crisis." Yeah, I was like, we just talked about that movie being started again, and I, I guess what I what I read is that. Warner Brothers, whoever's in charge of that movie, pushed for him being in the crossover. Hmm. So I'm like, oh no. I guess if there's a place that to awful re- movie. <laughs> I guess if there's a place to like rebring it up, that another awful thing. Yeah, I I have to watch it just to understand it. Do you want to see it real quick? I'm sure they got the clip. Uh, it's it, it the I saw the clip, the one part that obviously because I didn't watch the episode. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Barry Allen from the TV says something about. Like oh he did the or like he says like an uncompleted incompleted sentence and mm-hmm. then Barry Allen from the movies is like what what did you show and, like, and then he disappears. Well, what he said is like oh I'm the Flash. Yeah. And the other Barry from the movie is like the Flash because he apparently he didn't even have a name in Justice yeah. League. He was never called the Flash. And so this was supposed to be like his naming point. Oh. I'm like oh. But 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 it was weird to me because this whole the the Crisis on Infinite Earths whole storyline. Um, correct me, nerds, if you if I'm wrong here. Is basically all the multiverse. There's millions of different you know planets or whatever else, and they're all being destroyed. And at the very end, they are all destroyed. But what is able to be happened is they they recreate like the 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 planet again, but like just one. So it's basically what they did was they destroyed all the continuity errors and crap that they had in the past in the, in the comics, and they recreated the continuity into one new prime planet and so like in this tv show they were all from like different earths kind of deal so Uh when they'd have to go get supergirl they'd have to go to a different multiverse to get get her to use her but now they all live together which is weird to me because that would that means that all the other worlds were destroyed yeah except for this new one so if the flash from justice league crossed over that means his world was destroyed (laughs) and he's no longer there (laughs) he disappeared he disappeared yeah because of something uh, that's kind of another reason i want to watch is I've, to figure out why he disappeared he just disappeared like that's it like he, he's like oh this is weird like and that is it he just evaporates they touched each other's like armor really weird like yeah. oh you're like, like oh, nice and smooth. soft and smooth yeah like, oh this one's tactile <laughs> it was to be honest it was kind of a dumb crossover for me i'm like okay why is he here and it just broke down in the middle of the episode like oh hey hi who are you? Really? Like, yeah. It didn't. <laughs> that episode, these two, that last two episodes were just so jumbled, like trying to get the story across. It just didn't do very well. Explanation. Yeah. Um, they could have definitely consolidated some more stuff if they it's needed a, to. It's like a lot of fan service more than it was a show. Yeah. Just and it was supposed to be everybody. like a goodbye to Stephen Amell's arrow. Uh, yeah. And like they had this whole part where like he's being uh, another, another guy, the specter. And he's like, basically, you know, holding the anti-monitor up, and he's like, you have failed this universe. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gosh, man. That's funny. I'm going to write in here the Flashpoint. Yeah, so... Even though it wasn't... It was just... 
very lackluster to me. It was nice seeing them cross over. It's nice that they tried, but it just yeah, didn't I work mean, out well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably still try to watch just to watch, but, mm-hmm. you know. I don't like any of the other shows. Like, the, the Legends of Tomorrow, I hope that that stuff's gone soon. I... <laughs> Not you know, Arrow. What they seem to be, they seem to be like trying to push forward. Like his daughter's the new Green Arrow, which is just, yeah, it just seems messy. I, think, I just feel like the the they've kind of all hit their the top, you know, of the wave, mm-hmm. and it's we're on like the 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 you know the waves crashing now. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do in the future because if they want to keep crossing these people over, eventually they've got to either like I guess they just recreate them i don't know like with different all of them i feel like or? had their heydays like like the flash the first two seasons i feel was like good. it was the best you know and same with arrow arrows couple first series of seasons were amazing yeah and then just it got old i think when he hit when he was fighting race it got weird because yeah. i'm like this is a batman bad guy why is he fighting race al ghul and kills him and then it started to get <laughs> interesting again when like time got weird and then Arrow yeah. was like in the future, and there's Red Arrow now, mm-hmm. and like, well, Red Arrow was cool. He was part of the first couple seasons too, and then oh, they, yeah. I don't know if he was trying, he was interested in doing other things, so he left the series, and it just got kind of like, it looks like he might be coming back now. I don't know. It got messy, real messy. Yeah. So yeah, I am interested in seeing what WB's future for superhero television is. Yeah, it's funny you call it WB because it used to be the WB. Yeah. With Smallville, and then they. I think CW bought it, which is Keep just funny. Branding. CW. Actually, that's kind of a good segue for like a small piece of news. Did you see Disney is taking away Fox's branding? Yep. So it'll oh. be just searchlight pictures and 20th century films. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because they also bought um, a long time ago, didn't they buy, uh, what was the one with all the art movies? Oh, uh, Miramax? Miramax. They bought Miramax, mm-hmm. but they haven't done Jack Squad with that. When was the last Miramax movie? Like 10, 15 years ago? I honestly don't know. I, also, wasn't that tied to Harvey Weinstein like heavily? Yeah, but I mean, I think when I, they I bought the, it, like he wasn't it was his anymore. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a long, long time ago now. But there had, had there was like a company that was taking old Miramax scripts. I forget the whole story around that anymore. Yeah, and they and the I forget what they were doing. They're trying to like see if they can if they were good enough to adapt to some other type medias. Yeah, I mean, it started it seemed to start in 1992. Freddy the Fro's Seven. No idea. This is funny. I was Jerry the movie. This is a little bit of a uh, rewind to a little earlier when I was wondering Kevin Michael Richardson's voice of Goro in the Scorpion short Mm -hmm. or the Scorpion movie. Um, Ready Player One. He wasn't the voice of Goro in that, but he was the voice of Goro in the original Mortal Kombat movie. (laughs) He also like if you look up his IMDb is probably one of the most like active voiceover artists in Los Angeles because he's in everything. Yeah, like like all the DC like animated stuff like is he's in rick and morty like yeah. is in everything so there's anyway. a few guys that like i can hear like all the time whenever they start talking I'm like oh there's that one dude um imagine how i feel i watch like thousands and thousands of hours of anime mm-hmm. and it's pretty much a lot of the same voices yeah oh i'm sure it's gotta be um there's even like commercials that run or the the main guy who is like the voice of cowboy bebop and like pretty much any and all uh the tsunami and like mm-hmm. uh especially when they're dubbed over to english yeah well yeah they, yeah he was just like english the english dubs for mm-hmm. all that but uh it's funny because he you know he, he totes himself as a voice monkey and i always thought that was like a like a negative term for voice actor yeah well it might have used to be but like nowadays there's so many different adult shows alone i mean we used to only have the simpsons as an adult show mm-hmm. and now we got 
Freaking all like, that crap. F is for family, Bojack, dis- all dis- that garbage. Or disenchanted. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, Bojack Horseman's hilarious. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's hilarious. Uh, the guy that voiced Raphael, I always hear him, Rob Paulson. Oh, yeah. Raphael from like the old. Oh, he's, he was also a pinky in the brain, right? Yeah. I think so. He's also, that's funny because he robbed, he did uh, Raphael in the original Ninja Turtles cartoon. Mm-hmm. He knows, and he did Donatello in the, in the tw- nice. 2012 one. So I was trying to look him up real quick because he, whenever I hear him, I'm like, oh, there's Rob Paulson. <laughs> yeah. But I, was he, not, he was pinky, right? Yeah, he was pinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was pinky. He was Pinky because Brain was uh, that one guy that always does uh, Orson Welles. Yeah, he's Pinky. Because um, it's funny, he's on uh, Fine Brothers React, mm-hmm. and it was the Animaniacs React. He's also Yakko. Yeah, he was like he was on Animaniacs React to children rea- reacting to Animaniacs. <laughs> it was him and one of the other voiceover guys. Yeah, and then he was reacting to it in Pinky's voice. Yeah, like <laughs> it was really funny. That'd be funny to watch. Oh, he's in the new Ducktales. Yeah. Ducktales. Oh, so yeah, he's he's in a million things, but yeah, whenever I hear certain guys, I'm like, I know him. Even my daughters are like, oh, I think it sounds like this other person. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. But oh, we we're talking about Miramax earlier. The last yeah. movie they did was Pokemon Destiny Deoxys. Deoxys. I, I don't know how to say that. Don't remember that movie. And it looks like the stuff before all that stuff. Okay, Finding Neverland seems to be in the last real movie. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting, and it's like a Disney kind of. Yeah, like a Jason. All these, like there's L- another Pokemon, L- 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 there's Enchanted, a Bionicle two, a oh, lot did, of they did toy the, movies. They did the uh, old version of Wrinkle in Time. Look at yeah. that, Pokemon. What Bionic Beyblade? Looks yeah. like all of the last movies they did were all like cartoon or toy. Which lines. is really funny because before I think they bought them, they did all these like very like serious sexual yeah. stuff. Well, it was an indie movie company, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, Miramax Family Films. Oh, it's Miramax Family. Gotcha. Let me go back down a little bit further. Say, that's so weird. That, that's Because the they films. did Clerks. Yeah. Or at least they... they, you, they whatever. He distributed yeah, Kevin distributed Smith. It, yeah, from so. Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. That movie was insane. So, yeah, it's just... Yeah. I have... I That was like one of the first uh, soundtrack CDs I bought. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> Fox, like, losing their branding. It's like the petty side of me is like, good, we're screwing with X-Men. But it, it is an interesting choice to, to like... To kind of like take away their competitors' like presence, you know. Yeah. So that means like I guess besides Fox News and sports, just doesn't exist anymore. Is Fox News and sports still Fox? Does Disney own it? No, I think I thought those were separate. Those separate. Okay, so yeah. they just took the movies. I th- yeah, I think it was just a cinematic. Because I I thought that sports and news were their own thing. Like I cannot even imagine. Can you imagine if Disney ran Fox News? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to. Uh, which is funny because I still think like Fox News is the most watched, but doesn't doesn't say anything about it. But like it's the most watched of all the cable ones. Yeah. So like my you figure that would still be doing pretty good. Fox News. Yeah. My well, my entire Republican you know, family does. You know what's interesting <laughs> is well, without judgment on that, the um, uh, bombshell came out. You know, and have you seen it? Oh, you're talking about movie. Yeah, the movie bombshell. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what bombshell? So, Something happened. So, uh, <laughs> well, it's also that because it outed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched. If you go to Megan Kelly's YouTube channel, yeah, um, she took the group, like a group of women that were like portrayed in the movie, to go watch the movie in private screening, and then they all talked about it afterwards. Oh, crazy! And they had a couple criticisms of like specific moments that no one could have known what happened, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they were like, yeah, that, <laughs> that was it. And that's crazy coming from the inside out. You know, they were like. 
this is as bad as you think it is and worse. You yeah. know, like I remember we saw it and my whole thing was you guys, you, you let us get away pretty easily like men. I thought it was uh, the movie should have been way worse, like depict men way what? worse. So what's it about? <laughs> uh, Roger Ailes is the guy that like who kind of yeah, owned everything Fox, yeah. and stuff. And it was about his uh, casting room where he'd have girls come in and do like the 360. But so one of the things she said in there was there was some sexual stuff, but most of it was just like ogling the girls. Like not most mm-hmm. of it. They like what they depicted in there was accurate into like the spin and stuff like that. But um they said like the only thing they could have done more graphically is actually show, show a blowjob. Yeah. And, 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 uh, but the, they, she was like, for the most part, it was just the fact that they had to like show skin to get on TV mm. was kind of their thing. And then their whole tactic, like of getting like hot women to deliver the news was like it. And it, so he is, uh, Roger Ailes is played by John Lithgow who like completely transforms. <laughs> That's like, weird. I didn't even know it was him until after the fact. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. This is uh, make this short. Cause it's not really like a nerdy thing, but no. like, it it yeah it just kind of deals with all the sexual harassment lawsuits in there. So mm-hmm. um, I think Nicole Kidman plays Gretchen Clausen. I can't. I don't I watch. Don't I don't watch. So I don't know. She was the first one to come come out with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Charlize Theron plays Megyn Kelly. And then Margot Robbie plays a conglomeration of like a bunch, like twelve different yeah like women's experiences in one. Mm-hmm. And um, it's weird because the scene that you see in the trailers is the three of them getting in the elevator and it's that really quirky, creepy music and stuff. And it's a cool visual, uh, but when those when these women who were, lived it real mm-hmm. like saw that scene, they all like started bawling. So it must it had some other like visceral reaction of like what they had to do after they got out of that elevator. Yeah, and they said that was like the most accurate like thing they felt. I don't know. It was so it was super interesting. But anyway, like, um, yeah, I'll just say I don't. I think like Disney, even if they had acquired everything, they were like, you can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Fox, yeah, you but, can keep Fox. Was it, we don't want but that. with with Disney taking away the Fox branding on the cinematic side, yeah, this is going to be one of those things where we lived a moment of history that something changed. So, like, there's, I bet there's like people out there that are like old enough that remember when Nintendo was a paper company. Mm-hmm. They're like, when I was your age or something, you know. I don't know if they'd remember it because like that wasn't. Or I mean, big enough in the news that. Well, no, I mean, like, uh, or even when Michelin was like a travel guide company more than a tire company or something, you know, like, we don't know it for that now. So, like, there will be a time where people will like, Fox, oh, the news thing? Like, well, they used to make movies. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we actually were here for that when that... When they made it. It hasn't completely sunk in yet that Fox is just gone. But, I mean, like, the TV stuff didn't start up to, what, 88, I think? Okay. I mean, and they led with The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had that and Married with Children. Mm-hmm. So like they came out of the gates like, you know, oh, as a company, as a company, just like blazing. So yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Though it's gonna be weird because there's gonna be starting like now on there will be generations that will never know Fox as like yeah. an entertainment. I mean that was like, kind of our know. generation, I suppose. You know, because yeah. us growing up, you know, anybody bought uh, born in the mid the late late eighties or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Truth. yeah, but it's all gonna be Fox. Was it? It's all gonna be twentieth century and spotlight and uh, searchlight. Or searchlights. searchlights when they buy up like the indies, okay, and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's 20th century, like the dun da da dun. So I don't know. Weird to be interesting. I mean, obviously that's going to be like decades and decades and decades from now. Not going like, to burn all the X Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If uh, they accidentally turned up missing, the Masters would be the most upset about. <laughs> it was it. Like a few years ago, when Universal had that fire, and they're like, "All oh, these things burned. We couldn't get any." Like, yes, all the X Men movies were also over there accidentally on, yeah. the, on the Universal <laughs> lot. 
<laughs> they catch it. Kevin Feige's like throwing him into the fire. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> breaking windows uh, to throw them in. I keep seeing some like uh, r- rumor that Patrick Stewart's met with Kevin Feige or something like that. I don't know if that's oh. a real rumor or not. It's I, I hate all these rumor sites because like I feel like yeah. they keep rebranding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're no longer this. We're now this, and we oh, seem yeah, a little yeah. bit more legit. So people just share all this stuff. So I don't know if it's real or not. Who I'll wait for. Patrick Stewart oh, oh, meeting with Kevin white Feige. People's I couldn't Morgan see Friedman. him. I couldn't see him uh, being Xavier anymore. He's just too old. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, as much as I love that casting, yeah. like I would be happy for them to find the next people, yeah. especially like unknowns. Because once again, like I think people, for, a lot of people forget Hugh Jackman was like fairly unknown until yeah. Wolverine. Well, he didn't happened. do anything before Wolverine. He yeah. was he was, he was uh, a Broadway, Broadway actor. actor yeah. yeah, so people in Broadway knew him. It's the same way of like. I guess people in Broadway knew Ariana Grande way before the rest of us did because she was in the Broadway world. Hmm. And uh, it's so like same way, like uh, we knew Hugh Jackman, but I guess people in the Broadway scene were like, oh, yeah, that guy. Wait, he's going to be Wolverine. (laughs) I recorded Ariana Grande before she was not before she was. Oh, really? I guess well, she was kind of big at the time. Uh, Victorious is a Nickelodeon show. Okay, so that was like the beginning of her come up. Yeah, I mean she she was the cute one on that show, and like it was funny because like it was the, I think it was the first season that we had done whatever she'd come into the uh-huh. recording studio just to record some music for that silly, silly show, and uh, I, I was like, why is this one girl like? Why is the main girl like the main girl? She's funny. Yeah. She's like this little cute ditzy girl. Like, why isn't she the one that's like more uh, popular? And literally, like two years later, she was like, boom, <laughs> like explosion. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so funny. This reminded me of like another kind of circle back, but also Ariana Grande story. So when I was on my Mulan kick, and I looked back on uh, the music video, I think for um, Reflection by mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera, Ariana Grande is one of the top comments on there. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Apparently, way before she blew up, because it was she was literally begging for subs. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, I sing this on my YouTube channel too. Come check it out." And so, like, all the comments now are like, "Holy crap! Like that? What a <laughs> we've lived long enough in internet history where we've seen the like the before mm-hmm. and everything like live." She's like uh, Ariana Grande. Like when she started out, it was like yeah. when she was young, when so she it, started out. It's funny because I, I was just curious, so I clicked on it. Obviously, the video is not there anymore. Yeah. But, but she's begging for subs. God knows how many subs she had at that time. Yeah. Now she has like 39.5 million subscribers on YouTube. And she, like Christina has like maybe 4 million, which is still a lot. But like, yeah. What, wow. Like things like change. She's like, please come check my version out too. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like, okay, you're doing fine. Yeah. Like literally 10 times more. You know, but uh, I don't know, wild. Oh man! So we started out with the Star Girl stuff. It looks better. I, I'm I'm glad that they. I'm, yep. as I was worried because when they when they dropped that uh, little trailer and then they just completely brought it out of the internet again, like they erased it. And I was like, what the heck's going on? Uh, that was kind of if that was the first thing to see. I guess that would be kind of weird, especially as like adults. It does. It did look different. Yeah. It definitely didn't. I didn't see it as this Any funny kids, looking. Yeah. yeah. Like it was supposed to be like a hype. Like I, I was supposed to know who all those people were. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I was like, I don't know this again. Who? What? Yeah. Did you know that uh, they're starting a Green Lantern series on HBO? Sure. What? HBO. Yeah. Please, please say HBO that Ryan Max. Reynolds is gonna like, I mean, make a cameo. Who, who doesn't have their fingers in DC? Is my question. Is HBO Warner Brothers? Oh, I thought HBO was his own thing. Yeah. I wonder if they're under or on. Like wow. Vice versa. Who knows? DC is slutty. <laughs> they just like here, you do something with it. You'd figure they want to keep it to themselves, you know, or I mean, maybe yeah. put it on their deal. I mean, that's going to be a lot of CG, a lot, yeah. heck of a lot of CG. I would think so. HBO. 
but because uh, <laughs> apparently it's, it's supposed to span several decades and primarily focus on two stories about Green Lanterns on Earth. So I'm guessing they're probably going to do Hal Jordan and uh, oh. John Stewart. Then so. I didn't know this. Um, so Time Warner owns HBO and Cinemax. Okay. So there we go. The, the reason I thought HBO was its own thing was because HBO like bought like Sesame Street and stuff. So I guess yeah. this must be this like tiered thing. That's weird that they bought Sesame Street. Right. And that wasn't, I heard a rumor was like Sesame Street's going to go behind a paywall, which is like completely antithesis of what exactly. it was really supposed to be or yeah. something. Yeah. That's weird. Huh. So, wow. Yeah. So like literally like Time Warner, AT&T like owns like everything. Yep. And Disney. So, like, so two companies own everything. <laughs> Uh, according to this article, both of these original DC properties will be creating for HBO Max will be unlike anything seen on television. Oh, it's Berlanti. Oh, he did all the CW stuff. Uh, so it'd be like a hyperdrama. Oh. <laughs> HBO's got a, like a reputation, though. I wonder if that reputation is still around. I haven't actually watched any well, HBO stuff was in a H- while. Was HBO Game of Thrones? Yeah. So I didn't watch... Game of Thrones. I didn't follow it religiously. Mm. Yeah, but I saw someone meme about because I I guess the general understanding is the the finale was horrible. Yeah. Um. So they said like the finale was so horrible that it was able to take a show that was like the top of cultural reference for a decade mm-hmm. and then make it immediately irrelevant within one episode. Yeah. yeah. And it was like well, it was a couple, but yeah. I was like, wow, like. If it was that bad, like, well, they, what are they going to do with all those other stuff? I didn't watch the whole thing, but apparently they, they built up like so much to like, oh, it's going to be this big battle thing. And then it was like done like super quick. And it was at the very end. I feel like they rushed it. That and reminds it, me of the first season of Heroes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but at, uh, probably way worse because they had how many seasons before yeah, and yeah, building yeah. up to this. Um, yeah, I mean, that seems to be the general consensus. It was just rushed. And just I think the writers moved on to write some Star Wars stuff or something or tried oh, to. Gotcha. So I think they were trying to get out of the gates yeah. to get somewhere else. Because uh, what was it? That reminds me. I, I saw that like Watchmen first season ended and they yeah. announced that they're not going to do a second season. Yep. But then I don't want spoilers. So I didn't look too much into it, but I saw like other people say like, well, at least it finished. So I was like, huh, huh. OK. Did it finish, though? Like I I'm I'm more inclined to watch it now. Yeah. That it, like if it wasn't like a cliffhanger and you know they didn't end it horribly like I haven't heard people say like that was the worst ending of a season you know like yeah. I just heard like well it's over the thing so. that's the sad thing about Watchmen is the the writer Alan Moore doesn't get anything for it because yeah, he said he didn't he didn't it was supposed to be unfilmable right well no when he wrote it you know, like it was everybody loved it. it was like a small series mm-hmm. in the 80s and uh, he he wrote it and everybody loved it and. I can't remember what it might have been DC that he published it through. It ha, I think it has to be DC because they have a crossover now. But um, they he had signed some contract that basically said, "Okay, we have to produce this every so many years, or re, basically re re release this comic every so many years, or the rights revert back to him." And I think mm-hmm. he just kind of assumed like the rights are going to revert back to me after we release this mm-hmm. after so long. But no, they just kept releasing it like every four mm-hmm. and a half years. <laughs> Until the movie came out, he got nothing for the movie. He hasn't gotten anything else beyond that. I don't think anything for the TV show. And so, I don't. I, don't know. <laughs> I can understand his bitterness, yeah, even though he's he's a really weird dude. <laughs> so like, well, I I kind of also kind of get his uh, frustration with it because what was it? I saw that meme. It was like uh, it was like a picture of like Rorschach, Rick Sanchez, and like somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they were like, if you idolize these people these characters and you're missing the point mm-hmm. you know so like people thinking like rorschach's like awesome he's like he's supposed to be the cautionary tale you know like <laughs> why like you're not supposed to like love he's supposed to be like the overdoing it of like that trope you know mm. kind of like 
like uh well there's a parallel like rick and morty like people idolize rick you can like him mm -hmm. but to be such a fanboy that you throw a fit at like mcdonald's and stuff is the complete antithesis of yeah. like rick's character and stuff so it's kind of like that like the watchman from what i understand was supposed to be a parody of like overdone characters in comic books hmm. and then people ended up loving them and they were like no rorschach is definitely my favorite yeah <laughs> uh, to be honest um because he had kind of a code that he stuck to mm -hmm. and that was the basically thing is you know in the face of death at the end like they were trying oh it's for the greater good kind of thing it's like i need to be truthful you know yeah. so i don't care you better kill me now so they did so mm -hmm. i don't know he liked him the best because you know because of that and then the stuff still got out at the end which is funny because he sent all the information out before he died i i did like <laughs> that little twist in the movie and the comics where he's mm -hmm. like you fools i'm not some comic book villain mm -hmm. i did this an hour ago yep <laughs> so i don't know it's a cool That's way a to great, go about it. you know it's a great comic and the movie's not too bad either but i yeah i, d I dig the movie mm -hmm. like i i thought they actually did a pretty like kind of timeless job with it yeah and it's definitely uh if you haven't seen watchmen it's definitely a good movie because it's that point in uh cinematic history where people go we can do the yellow spandex mm -hmm. because there's so many weird stuff going on in watchmen that you have to it was <laughs> a long movie too wasn't it some three hours at least at the time i think there's even a director's cut that's longer the director's cuts like three or four hours long so because they added the black freighter back into it yeah and, and they got the, a, i think they have an anime thing in, in the middle of it too kind of yeah, like kill the, bill okay wasn't that the oh oh no i know what you're talking about yeah yeah that was something else like a cut um and uh what was it uh oh like the places they went they went to like all the corners of like the characters you know because mm -hmm. as kids like we would read x-men and stuff and things would get like kind of violent and things but we never got into like the real lives characters. so these ones we see like uh, what was it the owl owl man <laughs> yeah like him like being kind of like um like imp impotent almost you know like yeah. like and, and stuff crap and then like this like weird like this weird i remember like watching it like oh cool this kind of reminds me of a cross between like the x-men movies and like the old batman movies and stuff i said, I said night owl man is night owl night owl <laughs> it was kind of a mix of like old uh comic book movies it's, mm -hmm. and then current ones at the time and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's just night owl's butt mm -hmm. is like oh we're going into this side exactly. now like <laughs> and then that uh sex scene uh, I think it's the Night Owl and yeah, Spectre. And, yeah, uh, and then it was like Leonard Cohen's like Hallelujah. I'm like, I've never listened to that song the same way such since. Such an odd. But I, I get it. Like It was just like, wow, they just like went to all these like corners, you know, with the Silk Spectre. <laughs> she looks so good, though. Oh, <laughs> Gosh. that costume and everything. Oh. Uh, whoa. Somebody's stomping <laughs> around upstairs. upstairs. Yeesh. Settle down. He's like, Silk Spectre. I need to go watch <laughs> that again. I saw like a little spoiler for silk specter in the tv show i'm like yeah. wow they went even further in this tv show oh, oh gosh anyway uh a little bit of star wars stuff did you see the picture with george lucas and baby yoda no oh yeah, yeah. apparently that's making the rounds he was on set when all that stuff was happening right i don't know i don't know uh here's a picture it's got i'll put a link in the show with it oh, like so oh cute. look john favreau posted a picture with george lucas and baby yoda so cute I love that. You ever see that picture of him? Like when he sold it to Disney, they kind of made him like stand next to all the Disney characters with the <laughs> yeah. lightsaber. Oh my gosh. He looks so depressed. He looks like he's like, just, I just sold <laughs> all this stuff to the devil. George Lucas, Disney picture. <laughs> I'm sure it's gotta be like the first one that comes out. There it is. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> this one right here. No, come on. Go back. There he is. That's so <laughs> he funny. So, he's like, Oh, 
gosh, they made like, R2-D2. And it. it's like accented <laughs> by like how all the character costumes are over smiling. <laughs> I love that Donald Duck's the stormtrooper. Well, he's supposed to be Han, right? Oh, is he? Yeah, kind of. Like, Oh, because he... Okay, gotcha. I just saw like the armor. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like in the, when he was hiding as the stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Goofy's supposed to be... <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so good. Wait, Goofy's Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. Now, I'm just picturing a friend, Brock Baker, doing like Darth Vader as Goofy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they talked a little bit about Moff Gideon being in the in the Mandalorian a lot more. Yeah, we still don't know why. Well, he's got the dark saber, so yeah, it's pretty awesome. But I mean, like we we don't know the motive behind getting the child, you know. So yeah, so we need. need so, more. but he's gonna be in the next season a lot more because he was gotcha. only in the, like with the last two episodes. That was it. Yeah, he was like the the purple man. Yeah. of this, we just heard a lot about him. <laughs> like what the heck? But yeah, I'm excited. It's pretty sweet. I'm excited for a new season of that. Yeah. And, uh, in a year you're gonna exactly. have to uh in a year resubscribe josh yeah that's true oh i'm whenever the next was a wandavision whatever yeah. whatever big thing comes mm-hmm. out that looks good i'll subscribe again but like i have we have hulu we've got <laughs> netflix and i don't want to pay for anymore you know yeah, yeah. we started doing the the dave ramsey thing so <laughs> the other was uh-huh. it this last week so all right we're gonna try to get rid of everything we can you know as let's get a small amount as you know we can of you know paying for things that we don't need mm-hmm. so netflix all right fine <laughs> hulu I, okay i got the uh little secret every black friday hulu does some crazy deals i got that this year no uh, well i buy well it's, it's attached to spotify so uh, i pay 9.99 for spotify i get whatever regular hulu is for free gotcha but yeah, cool. hulu from this black friday was a dollar 99 yeah Yep, yep. That was good as deals the first year. It was 99 cents. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. They try to keep everybody on by saying everybody who got the 99 cent deal last year, this year can get a free Google Home. Oh, weird. I got one of the Google Minis for free. Oh, with Spotify? Yeah, for Spotify. Yeah, there's some deal going well. on there because also at every store, every Black Friday sale, I was like, this is only $50 now. I want to put all these in your homes and record you all. Yeah, yeah. the last thing I want is a recording <laughs> device from any company. Seriously. I was like yelling at my kids the other day, like, crap. <laughs> like, they're all listening, I'm sure. <laughs> Take them away. Our, our friend Megan Tonjes, uh, her roommate Keith got a, I think it was an Alexa. Yeah, it was an Alexa mm-hmm. in the house. And so I guess when she was home alone, she would just start like fucking with it, mm-hmm. like asking it weird things and stuff, not knowing that it attached to her roommate's like Amazon account. <laughs> so he, at the time, Keith was an editor for Phil DeFranco. So he'd be at work seeing on his list all the requests. <laughs> And so he just screen capped it and posted it on Instagram. It's like, just in case you want to know what Megan Tonjes does when she's home alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's some great videos of people like asking it questions. Or like mm-hmm. there's this one where a kid's like said something and it didn't oh, understand him. Right. And it started like listing off like nasty porn stuff. Yeah, and the yeah. parents are like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> they have kid versions now, I think. Oh, that, like, man. Automatically filters that stuff out. Oh, I'm sure. But, because the first thing Penny does is like play this Phineas and Ferb song like whenever she walks up next yeah. to it. I actually have it. Uh, I think it's in the car right now because I was trying to see if it would just be a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does it? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, gotcha. I had, I had the wrong plug. So oh, okay. if it is, uh, I was like, sweet, blue, free Bluetooth speaker. Right. Because I really don't like I don't like that kind of stuff. There's been so many things of like there's there's some of these reports of like people that work at these companies mm-hmm. starting screwing with people like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. And they're like, what? Oh, <laughs> <You're> like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. it's funny, but I laugh now. But like, dude, that would be the scariest crap on earth if all yeah. of a sudden it's like, hey, psst, guess what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Just, uh, just a little. <laughs> I'm kind of scared of that crap. but uh, I don't like that. Uh, for the last thing here, we got um, 
Wyatt Russell, who plays uh, John Walker, aka U.S. Agent in a Falcon, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, has got some photographs up here. So he's supposed to be kind of like Captain America, but like super a hole, like not, mm-hmm. you know, not have a good moral compass. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's still kind of an Avenger, but he's I'm sure they're gonna play him off as like a bad guy, bad guy in this. Gotcha. To where he's just an absolute a hole. So and he's actually one of the guys where they in the comics they're like we should make him Captain America. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say that. I think they do at some point in time for a little bit. But I had his, all his the the cards, the hmm. uh, Marvel cards. I have Marvel cards. I thought this was some new newer thing, but yeah. <clears throat> U.S. Agent. Well, I mean, for the Captain America thing. Oh, I was just so saying. Yeah, the card. Yeah, from he's like been, 80s. he's in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, have, I guess have the U.S. Agent card. I just keep yeah. My time frame is weird. Oh. <laughs> I feel like oh, I never 80s, read his comics. Two thousand six. Yeah, it's funny. The eighties was three years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so was two thousand six. And so was three years ago. That's why we were <laughs> listening to some Alanis Morissette stuff um, a few days ago. I was like, oh, let's listen to her uh, acoustic album because she did it as like a ten year anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, that ten year anniversary was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> the song, the, the album's like almost twenty five years old. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. well, a lot of things were like what Green Day's Dookie was like all that stuff's turning and, 25 this year I'm so old gosh dang it yeah. Max isn't a company anymore <laughs> well yeah, guys pretty nuts we talked about a lot of stupid crap and uh, it's a long list yeah <clears throat> uh, yeah we got some some gear coming hopefully you know in a couple months here so and we're excited about that. Oh, podcast stuff? Yeah. Some yeah. Podcast stuff. Someone gave, us, someone gave us some free podcast stuff. Yeah, uh, we, we didn't really talk about Nam too much because, you know, this, this is nerd nerdcast, not yeah. really. We'll be having some sponsors here soon, so that'll be helpful. Yay. Yeah. We can actually yeah. be a real podcast. So for you guys that still <laughs> tune in every week on Podbean and guys that watch it on YouTube, wherever you guys are listening, let us know how you're, how you're listening and mm. why you're listening. Keep sharing and commenting yeah, and, then, and rating and stuff yeah you know let people know about it too if you think they'd, they'd be interested in uh you know three casuals talking about random random shit uh truth because it takes a lot to actually put this out every week guys i know and we appreciate y'all and my kids are screaming in the back <laughs> all right love you guys peace, peace.